there is a an inability, I think. There is an inability, absolutely, for people to recognize what something is about, what something is occurring, and for them to remove extraneously their pre preconditions, predispositions, preconceptions. Let me give you an example before we begin. When you go to the doctor, when you go to a lawyer, don't ever go in and say, I want you to check me for COVID. I want you to write me a will. I want you to do this. No. Tell them what your symptoms are. Let the doctor tell you. Let the lawyer tell you. Because the lawyer will give you a will. Well, the lawyer will give you whatever you want. The doctor will say, well, I'll check you for COVID. But if you perhaps have pneumonia and you are walking in there, describe the symptoms and then let the doctor tell you. The doctor may check you for COVID, fine, that's whatever. But people go in. I have this case. I, I have a very dear friend of mine who I believe, and I'm not a physician, can very well have pneumonia. Now, now, when you get to be older, stuff that you can handle as a young person, you don't, you don't handle very well when you're, when you're older. And I'm saying, you know, it could be, well, you know, um, I, I checked for COVID. I said, why are you talking about COVID? You're not listening to what I'm saying. Could be. Let the doctor tell you. Let just just find out. Let, let's. I don't understand it. The critical thinking skills that people have. Issue number one. These are my symptoms. Issue number one. I would like to accomplish this legally. How can I do this? No, they go in and they ask for something because in their mind, they understand. That if you are ill, COVID. That's it. And it could be. But you're not a physician. I don't understand this. I don't, I, I, I don't understand how people have become so bereft of critical thinking skills. Now let me explain to you what's going on right now, which is so important and so drastic for me to explain to you. And I, and, and I, and I don't know how to say this other than this. You are missing the Fetterman, Pennsylvania case like you can't believe if you are watching TV. If you watch Fox or listen to to whatever, you're going to see people mocking Fetterman mocking him, laughing at him. That's what it is. Because we live in a world of bullying. This is a man, I'm telling you, we may or may not be on the same side politically, I don't know, but when it comes to politics, I am telling you, I can't say this enough to you. You better understand how people and what they think. Because what's happening right now is we live in a world where we're just mean. We just want to make fun of him. And yes, indeed, his medical condition is important. His cognitive abilities are important. Yes, yes. But what nobody is talking about is that Dr. Oz isn't telling me anything. I don't live in 
Pennsylvania, but isn't, I don't know what he's talking about. Dr. Oz is one of the worst candidates anybody's ever seen. Were it, maybe, maybe Fetterman might be the only person Dr. Oz could ever beat because he is flat. He doesn't say anything. It's, he, he says things almost as though, this is a guy who came up with the crudités ad. Remember that? Can't believe it. Boy, I he has this kind of an, I don't know what it is. I'm so profoundly unimpressed with, with, with Oz. Nobody's talking about him. But what they're saying is, oh, Fetterman, look, he can't, he can't, he has to use a prompter. I heard somebody named, nobody's mentioning a name. I heard a very prominent uh, conservative person who has been having profound profound prompter problems who all of a sudden will stop in the middle of a thought because the prompter operator or maybe the foot pedal's not working but all of a sudden in and it's and believe me I know it partially this is all like sympathetic and the and the reason why you know okay as he is explaining the lunacy of expecting somebody to be senator who has to have a prompter. He's having prompter problems. Now, if you can't see the irony of that, if you can't say, no, wait a minute, hold it, wait, hold, wait, 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 this is, this is funny, then there's no hope for you. You want to make fun of Fetterman? He looks like Carl Childers. Okay, say it. Rondo Haddon. Okay, keep saying it. Okay, all right. Not, not the most attractive. Okay. Says things halfway through. Now he's blown it too, because they should have said they could have done so much with this. It's not even funny because in this particular case, this this debate may make the most may 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 be the most important because of the fact that he these debates really don't matter because people forget. Speaking of debates, Ron DeSantis, the worst. The worst, horrible against Charlie Crist. Watch this. Watch D- debates are. I don't even know why they have them. Who even who advises them? You know what you do with a debate? Ignore the ignore this guy. Ignore him. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. I saw something one time which I'll never forget. And if you're in New York, you may remember this. It was on Channel 7 or whatever it was. It was Daniel Patrick Moynihan ran against Bernadette Castro for the Senate. I guess we're, yeah, yeah. It was a debate. I guess. I guess it was a debate. And 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 Daniel Patrick Moynihan, who, by the way, was the man who gave us the, this wonderful phrase that said, you're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. A man who was quintessentially, absolutely, Technically, uh, theoretically, uh, clinically brilliant against Bernadette Castro, a nice lady, a nice lady. He turned his he the they were sitting next to each other. It wasn't a classic, you know, at the podium type of what the hell's wrong, you know, not not, not at the podium, but he was at a at a desk and he had his he basically turned his back to her, like he didn't even see her. He was the greatest thing I've ever saw. I was listening to him. He was talking about things. It's like she wasn't there. 
I'll never forget that. But no, no, that's not what we do. Do you see when Ron DeSantis was asked by Charlie Chris, tell me you're not going to drop out and run for president. Promise the people of Florida. And he was like this. Who advised him? Sit there and don't answer. Who was the genius to say, hey, listen, Ron, when somebody asks you that, because you know it's going to happen, just don't answer him. You lie, Ron. That's what everybody else does. You lie. And if somebody says to you, you promise, promise, that if you're going to run, it's like, promise? I'll promise if I win the Academy Award. Promise if I win the Nobel Prize. Promise. What my interest is is the people of the state of Florida. And if the people of the state of Florida want me to be governor, I'll do it. Whatever it is, you, you, you've got months and months to practice it. But that's not what Ron DeSantis did. He just stared. He just stared at him. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. What do these people think? How does this work? How do I don't understand how people think. I don't understand who is it who said, now what you're going to do is, Ron, when they ask you this question that you've been asked forever, want you just to stare. You are the preeminent, undisclosed, unannounced candidate for the Republican Party. So, so, so please, please stare. Okay. Just, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Everything. I don't get here's another one for you. I love this one. I've got to tell you this. This is this this tells me everything. Listen to me carefully. Food emergencies are are <laughs> they are all over the world. Not in some remote part, not in some jungle or some some you know sub Saharan desert. No, no, no. I don't know how to tell you this, but it's coming. And when it comes, you're going to be caught flat-footed because you're not going to have anything because you've never paid attention to this. I'm going to be straight up with you. You haven't been paying attention. You've been like these people who say, well, you know, I can can some tomatoes. I've got a dehydrator. I hear one person say, well, I've got a fishing pole. I'm going to go out there to the creek and catch me a trout. Okay. You're going to go three months with this? You've got enough dehydrated banana chips to last? Can you do 2,000 calories a day per person for three months? Do you have enough? No. What are you talking about? Well, it's what I do. I just, I, I just rebut what you say. I just make up things. We are in store for an emergency, the likes of which is going to freak people out. And when stores start closing, I'm telling you, what are you going to do? When one store closes, they all close. Then people go crazy. Then they're going to be, they're going to be playing for the camera. And you're going to see a Hunger Games, the likes of which, I mean, what is going on here? So prepare with Lionel is your chance to do something now. Prepare with Lionel.com. And they've got the best three-month emergency food supply deal ever since 2019. 2,000 calories a day. 21 varieties with an up to a 25-year shelf life.
Breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks, in resealable, heavy-duty pouches, because you've got to be able to use it again. It weighs 120 pounds. This is as serious as you can get. Made in the USA, sealed in six rugged, water-resistant buckets, free shipping, unmarked, and fast. And you can save $250. You're not going to do better than this. Period. This is not a trinket. This is not something you may or may not need. This is not something... This, remember, food, water, energy, that's it. This is so serious. So go to preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com. I don't know how to say it anymore. I don't... I, I, I just don't understand... I don't understand how... Look, if you want to say, you know what? Fine. I'm not interested. Okay. But you're going to go out there with a fishing pole? For three months? The trout. I'm going to get trout. For, I mean, I, I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Preparewithlionel.com. Follow this. I put this information right there. This is for you and yours. It's, it's like when I talk to people and they say... I said, you know what, you're, this, this friend of mine, I said, you know, this, this, this thing you've got, well, I would check for COVID. What are you talking about COVID? Are you a doctor or not? Well, I don't know. I, people just have answers. They just have answers for everything. Now, let me go back to you. and let me, let, me, let me just explain something to you. And first and foremost, I hope you understand something. I am not a Republican. I do not like Republicans. I do not like Democrats. I don't like parties. They do nothing for me. My politics is far, far more mosaic in quality, far more complicated than a party. Nancy Pelosi and Ted Cruz and Mitch McConnell cannot possibly fashion a series of positions that will satisfy me. You understand that? You understand that? Do I make myself clear? But this Pennsylvania race and this meanness and this attitude. You know, you've got Joe Biden right now who has apparent cognitive difficulties to anybody who was even looking. You've got Carmelita Harris, who I don't think has cognitive interest, but I don't think she understands. She's not a very good speaker. She repeats herself. Okay, You've got uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who doesn't know what she's doing. Every time, I mean, it's painful. It's painful. It's like somebody handed her the, the instruction book and said, here, just answer them about it. Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Hang on a minute, the uh, Diane Feinstein. I don't know how she's doing. Have you been following Diane Feinstein? What is going on here? I don't understand. I don't understand why. Why is it? Why are people? This is from Vanity Fair. Uh Here we go, from the New York Times. From the New York Times, uh, this is May the 2nd. Democrats have quietly accepted the California senator's memory issues as the status quo, even as her inner circle 
frets that the spectacle of her difficulties on the job could tarnish her legacy. What is going on here? Now, let me ask you something. Because we live in a world of trolls, because we live in a world of children, because we live in a world of people who want to just make fun of everybody, I can sit here and mock this woman all day long. But from a political point of view, what do you want to do? How do you benefit from that? Politically, mocking her? Making fun of her? Is that it? That's the way we do it. Because that's the cool side. See, that's the trolling mentality we're in today. That's, the tr- that, that's what we do. We make fun of people. Put a meme up. Talk about the way they look. Talk about this. We'll distort their face. Here's a meme. Here's a gif. Oh, look at this. There's a, a, a video on now. Hey, this is great. This is Joe Biden, the wanderer. You think that's funny? Do you think that's funny? Do you think it's funny to see a president of the United States walking around ostensibly lost? No, I'm serious. Do you think that's funny? And if you think that's funny, let me give you this one. Do you think it would be funny if the pilot of your plane were to walk around the aisles and look confused and there was nobody else up there? Do you think that's funny? Is that, is that what we do today? Apparently so. That's just what we do. We just mock people. We just, everybody's, she's fat, he's fat, he's ugly, he's got a thing on his neck. Okay, that's interesting. All right, fine. Whatever. Keep going. Oh, no, no, that's it. And here's the best part. Here's the best part. Nobody wants to talk about this. But I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. What do you think is going to happen? Let's assume the Republicans win. House and Senate, they take it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You ready for this? Nothing. Tell me right now, what's the biggest difference between the Republicans and the Democrats? Tell me. Do you think they're going to impeach Biden? Not on your life. And if they impeach him, with what? High crimes and misdemeanors? Okay, maybe. You think they're going to bring Hunter Biden to justice? Do you think? Is that what you're hoping for? With this Department of Justice, what do you want? What do you? What is your goal? What is your worldview for this world? I don't know. I just want to win. Okay, fine. You want to win, but what do you want? Tell me what you want. Tell me what this is going to be. Tell me, what is it that you want? What's your worldview? Maybe you can be like Doctor Oz and just stand up there and just say, "I'm this cool guy, and I'm here." Because I was on TV, and all the cool people love me, and Trump loves me, and this one loves me, and and I and I hang around all the cool guys on TV because we're all millionaires and we're just cool, and I look better, and we're this better, and I'm cool. I don't really have a lot to say. I I'm a mush mouth. I garble words. I don't really understand. But I'm a cool guy, and I'm a Republican. You believe that? What do you think is going to happen? What? Nothing. Any big changes regarding Ukraine? No. What's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans regarding war and military reform? Nothing. Nothing. Do you think Section 230 is going to be repealed? No. You think anything's going to happen to it? No. Do you think anything's going to happen? Anything's going to happen if uh, if uh, if Elon Musk takes over Twitter? No. This is the biggest. This is my favorite of them all. People are saying when Elon Musk. Takes over Twitter, that's it. That's it. The watershed. Really? You think that? 
Usually they're going to say, okay. Hey, anybody, you say whatever you want. Come on, bring Trump back. Come on. Freedom. Freedom. It's not like Braveheart, right? You think you think something's going to happen, right? You really, honestly, God, do you think something's going to happen? What's the plan? What's Elon going to do for what? What, what, well, what's this all about? I don't understand. What are we talking? Where is this country going? What's going to happen regarding the Great Reset? What's going to happen regarding global wars? What? I don't know. We're just we're just looking here and now. And once the pylons, we love a pylon. Look at Kanye West. Okay. What's going to happen to Kanye West? What? What's going to happen to Kanye West? Answer my question. What happened to Joe Rogan? Well, Neil Young came after Joe Rogan. Neil, Neil, Neil Young, Nils Lofgren, who? Neil Young, Neil Young said, oh, "You better get me, forget, take, get him off of Spotify." That get. the people of Spotify said, "We're not going to be a part of this Joe Rogan." That's it. It was Joe Rogan. They went crazy. What happened to Joe Rogan? What's going to happen with Kanye West? I don't know, but it's fun to pile on. Everybody. It's like it's like Russian sanctions. KFC pulled out. DSW pulled out. Somebody, I don't know. And then we forgot about it. What about the sanctions? I don't know about this. Kanye West. Well, where's Candace Owens? She's your girlfriend. Where is she? I don't know. Wait a minute, where's Candace Owens? I don't understand this. Wasn't she, weren't they? Women, they were friends. Isn't she helping her out? Mm, She didn't know that what he said before, you know, he's not saying anything. You know, the guy's, if if he's not bipolar, he's he's polar. (laughs) He's something. Tucker had him on two nights in a row. You didn't know he said that? Come on, man. Come on, man. What happens? We are awash in these issues that don't make any, doesn't matter. You're like my friend who's sitting there, probably has pneumonia, saying, well, I don't have COVID. Would you stop with this? It's, not everything's COVID, but... And everybody's just talking about, oh my God. Whenever there's distraction, they love it. They love it. Keep talking about Fetterman. Keep it up. Keep it up. And let me tell you something. If Oz can't beat Fetterman, let me just say this. If Oz, Harvard-educated, cardiac, thoracic surgeon, known worldwide TV, you, against a man who suffered a stroke, can't understand without a prompter, has aphasia, the likes of which nobody's ever seen, and and even the Democrats are saying, I don't even know who's... But then, you've got Oz, who's got the backing of everybody. This is a referendum, not just about Oz, it's about Fox News and cable and, you know, this and that. Oh, this this is this is bigger than Pennsylvania, bigger than the Senate, bigger than anything. People are sitting back. 
And somewhere is saying they're some somebody is saying they're doing it again. Look what they're doing. They're doing it again. They're jumping. They don't understand when you jump on somebody, it makes them it, they, they've never learned to ignore. They've never learned to ignore. You know what they should have done to Steve Bannon if you want to destroy him? Ignore him. Steve Bannon just Alex Jones. I mean, what are you doing? What are you? Kanye West. Remember Kanye West. Whatever happens, it's because we don't know the difference between fame and infamy. We don't understand it. We just know there's a name, and I've heard about him. And okay, I don't understand it. You ignore. You ignore. Let me tell you something. Let me let me give you an example. All right. Listen to me on this one. Mike Lindell is our sponsor. One of our sponsors. And not everybody knew Mike. Mike, Mike Lindell was, you know, popular. He was, he's all over the place. He was everywhere and is. And then all of a sudden, people like Bed Bath & Beyond, get rid of him. Why? Because he's a, who knows, whatever he is. Trump, January 6th, I don't know. Then he became Mount Rushmore. Why? Why? Because you attacked him. And the people who weren't going to go to him, it's like just like voting, they didn't care. And the ones who love him, love him. Why do people do that? And Mike Lindell, let me tell you, mypillow.com, by the way, if you use promo code Lionel, I mean, it's th- this is this is as solid a company as you can possibly get. Wait, which, by the way, you know, sometimes you talk about Mike Lindell. This isn't a charity. I'm not saying you know, help them out, send them out. No, the percale sheets, the slippers, the sandals, the pillows, the mattresses, the towel sets, the blankets, the beach towels, the sleep systems, and toppers, and down blankets, and loungewear, and Bath sheets and washcloths and gossamer blankets and quilts and throw blankets and buff. I mean, it goes on and on. This is a, but no, they decided we're going to make him out to be whatever. And they, I don't understand it. You ignore people. But we're not going to ignore him. So do yourself a favor. Go to mypillow.com and see what everybody's talking about. This isn't a charity. This is the greatest thing in the world. The, the, these products are unbelievable. And if you want to use a telephone, call 800-645-4965. 800-645-4965. What is it that the Republicans and the Democrats stand for? Tell me, what is it? Let's assume you've got somebody who's brand new. Somebody comes in, somebody who's from another country, sits down with you and says, explain to me this. What? What is it? What is it? How does this work? What are the differences? And don't don't answer in a way that is, um, you know, don't say, well, the Republicans, you know, hate whatever or the, no, no, no. Or the Democrats hate, no, 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 no. Tell me what they stand for. What is it that they stand for? Tell me what we're going to see now versus what? Tell me. And watch what happens. You will see the most 
confused, uh, I don't know what the word is. You will see the most confused hemming and hawing, the likes of which I, I can't, I don't know. If Dr. Oz did what I said, and said, I'm not going to talk about, you know, he talks about the 800-pound elephant. That could have been a, a line right there, but he let it go. All he has to do is say, let me tell you about my vision for the great people of Pennsylvania. And I would wow them with facts and figures about Scranton and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg and Philly. and I, They would sit there and say, this guy's incredible. Just like you would go to a doctor. Talk about, you know, interstates and, and infrastructure and bridges and what needs to be done and that, 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 that they know and the world and this. And this business about abortion. Do you believe, do you honestly believe, do you believe that anybody, anybody, anywhere, and maybe they are, is talking about removing a woman's right to have an abortion because because abortion is not illegal. But do you think that's true? If you do, you go ahead. Poll after poll will tell you that's not necessarily reflecting what people are thinking. But if you listen to the Democratic position, that's it. And what did the Republicans say? Because remember, the Democrats are doing the, making the same mistake. Because they're not telling you, well, what do you want to do? Aside from, okay, you want to keep Roe. Okay, fine. What? The Democrats will tell you, climate change, um, Roe, they'll talk about uh, infrastructure, they'll talk about Green New Deal, they'll talk about, uh, they'll talk about stuff. They'll talk about stuff. And you may reject it, you may say it doesn't make any sense. What do the Republicans say? What's their number one? Okay, crime. Inflation. What else? Crime, inflation, uh, the economy, uh, spending. It's kind of economic. But see, don't 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 get too too locked up in this kind of heady accounting stuff. What else? Crime, children, family. See, they're not making it very very clear. What is it that? And when I heard Dr. Oz, well, what do you want to do about crime? You're in the Senate. What do you want to do about crime? What do you, what, what, was there an omnibus bill? Did the Democrats veto a bill? What, no bail? Okay, is that a federal? That's a state. What is it? Nobody brought up, you know, Soros or whatever. So what is you, so you may think you know, it wasn't very clear. So let me just say this again. Debates don't work. Unless there's some mistake. Remember when Gerald Ford said, Gerald Ford said that there was no communist threat in Eastern Europe. Or no, no Soviet threat in Eastern Europe. I mean, it was the most ridiculous. This is against Jimmy Carter. Wow. Uh, you're no Jack Kennedy. Wow, oh, that was a Lloyd Benston. That was that, you know, Dan Quayle moment. Okay. But really and truly, Reagan said that, well, I'm not going to make my opponents uh, uh, youth and uh, 
inexperience. No, I, I, I won't do that. This is with, against Monday. Okay, did that really win the election? No. What happens during debates? Nothing. Do the debates matter? No. So what do you do debates for? You're speaking to everybody. Everybody's watching you. Plead your case. Make your point. Campaign. Campaign. Ignore this guy. Nobody's ever done that. And they won't do it. They can't. Because we live in a trolling world. We live in a world today where people want to just be, be, be mean. Hey, look at his face. Ooh. Let's do a Shrek. Ooh. Okay. And I'll, you know what? I, I, I'm guilty too. I'm not running for office. I'm not running for office. So that's where we are. That is where we are right now. Now, I told you before, and I'm going to say it again, you must follow Mrs. L on her YouTube channel at Lynn's Warriors. What is happening in the world of children and protecting our children? You literally, actually have no idea. None. It's not talked about. It's not discussed. Nothing. It's, this is on all sides. Spend some time protecting kids. I know more people. Curtis Lewa ran one of his platforms when he ran against Eric Adams was feral cats. Why this was important? But children? I cannot believe you never hear anything about it. So go to Lynn's Warriors and on Twitter at Lynn's underscore Warriors. And don't forget, prepare with Lionel, preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com. This is a no-brainer, my friends. Food emergencies, it's there, preparewithlionel.com. This is the company. This is it. And mypillow.com, promo code Lionel, our good friend Mike Lindell. So also, if you want to hear me speak in a way that is completely bulletproof from all of the conditions, don't say this, don't say that, don't say this, go to LionelMedia.com. Just announced show. Oh! Thank you. Kick off the new year, the audience is the show. This was the 14, right? January 14th. I just found out that we're going to be returning to, returning to the cutting room, January 14. And let me tell you what we did last time, which was the greatest, it was a moment of genius. But I thought, ah, it's going to be. I stopped doing my usual thing. I'm going to play some bluegrass and do some stuff. And I said, how about some questions from the audience? And we put out these index cards. And they came up. The most brilliant questions I have ever heard in my life. It was, I've never seen interaction. What is it, stand-up? No, I, I don't know what it was. It was a hit. We're going to do this again, completely immersive. Uh, you know, I should do. I should have this right now. Uh, cutting room, thank you. I've got so many things. January 4th. I've got so much stuff going on in my head that I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I don't even, 
I don't even know sometimes how, how I even do it. I don't know how I do it. But let me do this. I'm going to give you this right now. Talk amongst yourselves. And by the way, the cunning room is just, oh. The audience is the show. The audience is the show. How about that? Here we go. Here we go. Right here. The audience is the show. And one thing I do right now, which is very important, I remind people I do this, which a lot of people don't do, but I do. I meet every single person there. Every single person. I don't care how long it takes. There it is right there. Da-da-da. Eventbrite. I meet everyone. Pictures the whole bit. It's not one of these... I one time... I don't want to tell you the name. He's dead now, but he was a comic. He didn't even want to talk to people. It was like he was like too good for people. I said, ah, screw that. I, I, I don't understand this. We ask people, come, come, come. You come, you pay money, you do this. And then the least you can do is say, well, let's talk. Because this is something that is completely different. It's not, I don't want to see a stand-up comedy. I don't know what the hell that's about. I really don't know. It's all prepared. It's all, it's nice. There was a wonderful young man. Who's this guy, Iglesias, Fluffy? What's his name? He says, I don't talk about politics. I don't talk about sports. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay. Bless his heart. Very, very, very famous and very successful. I talk about politics. Big time. Big time. Why? It's the most fascinating thing in the world. Because even the word politics doesn't even, it doesn't even begin. It's political, it's social, it's technological, it's informational, it's everything else. So anyway, so that's right there. That's January 14th. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being a part of this thing. We'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue you. Ta-ta.